Hey, this is Lynn Cherry with Pickleball Fire. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I am stepping out of our little more consulting coaching interviews, and I get to interview Dr. Lynn Pickles Cherry. She is a fantastic fanatic when it comes to the game of pickleball. I just picked up the game a few years ago. I absolutely love it. I want to play it a lot more than I do, but um, I'm going to make it a priority to start playing even more. And this uh, conversation I had with Lynn, um, she really points out that it doesn't matter where your skill level is, any kind of athletics, pickleball can be for you because it's just a fun game to play. It's kind of a mix between a, a cross between tennis, ping pong, and badminton. It's just so fun. Any ages, uh, I've been had my butt whooped by like an 84-year-old before. Um, it's just fantastic, and you're going to love this interview. You'll hear the passion flowing through from my very good friend, Lynn. And without further ado, just sit back and relax on this one. It's just such a fun conversation about someone who brought her passion and is sending it to the world through her podcast, her newsletters, and her magazine. Again, it's Dr. Lynn Pickles Cherry from pickleballfire.com. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I'm stepping a little bit out of what we usually interview but this is so close to my heart because i love pickleball and my people my peeps here in south florida know that um, i love to compete and i love to have fun and not just in combat sports i kind of moved a little bit into pickleball um i got introduced to it in 2016 by a really good friend of mine um from up on the east coast of the united states that winters down here and she introduced me to it now i play indoor and outdoor and we have miss Lynn Cherry, or we'll just call her Pickles. Uh, Lynn Cherry is a pickleball fanatic who found the game in 2018 and started a website a month after trying the sport. In 2020, she launched the Pickleball Fire podcast, which you have to take a listen. I'll have that in the show notes, but don't go right now. Listen to her interview. And also has Pickleball Magazine, which you can pick up in both digital and print copy, which will be in the show notes as well. Lynn has always had a love for sports as she was a college athlete and sports writer. Plus, she is a trained sports psychologist with a PhD in psychology. So she's a smarty pants, too. And again, her nickname, ironically, was Pickles as a child since her favorite book was Pickles the Fire Cat. And now we have Miss Pickles here. Thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine today, Podcast Varsity Squad. But first, Pickles, what's your favorite color and why? My favorite color is uh, blue. Okay. And, you know, I think it was probably my favorite color because it was my mother's favorite color. Mm, I love it. I love it. So, you know, off, off camera and off mic here, we talked a little bit about you moving around from uh, SoCal into Texas. And now you're over in, in the East Coast there in Connecticut and you picked up Pickleball. How did that come about? You know, it all had to do with moving from Texas to Connecticut, because if okay. you think about it, going from that very warm place to a very cold place, I'm wondering, what the heck am I going to do during the winter months? Sure. And so I looked at the local rec center and I saw this thing called pickleball and I had never heard of it, had to, you know, look at it on YouTube and, you know, having been a racquetball player for many years, I uh, took a look and said, oh, I'm going to love this sport. And so I went to the local recreation center, kind of just to watch, poke my head in the door. I didn't have a paddle or anything at the time. 
And uh, then the people they're playing do what pickleball players do. They invited me in, you know, they come do. on in. <laughs> so yeah. friendly. You know that. And uh, invited me in. They put a paddle in my hand and say, you got to play. You got you to try it out. What kind of um, sports did you play in college? I was a uh, volleyball player volleyball. and okay. a basketball player. Wow. And I really didn't didn't plan on playing college sports. I was really more into academics, mm. but I kind of had a, a funny thing happen where I was walking through the cafeteria one day and somebody, the coach, the volleyball coach, so I was wearing volleyball shoes and this is in Southern California. Um, so they had a division three program oh, wow. and he's like, Hey, you want to try out? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Made the team and, uh, ended up playing and, and, uh, kind of the same thing happened with their basketball team. They basically just needed players. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. So pickleball, well, your, your first experience with it, when you're handed the paddle, did you play a doubles or were you, was it singles that you played? Yeah, it was definitely doubles. Okay. And that's, you know, typically what's, yeah, what's common with pickleball. Time, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And did you just take right to it? Yeah, pretty much, you know, because there was a lot of similarity to racquetball, you know, I've got a lot of friends who come from tennis and then they come into pickleball and they'll like, you know, kind of swing and, and miss at the ball. Sure. But for whatever reason, just the way the ball bounced, even though you've got a rubber ball versus, you know, kind of a plastic ball. Right. Um, it was just, it was just perfect. And all I had to do was just hit the ball higher than I normally did. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just one of those people who, you know, it, it was so natural to do. And, you know, but what's great about the sport is you don't need any sports background to play. Yes. Yes. It, you're, you're hundred percent right with that. I mean, we have people that will come in with it. It's funny. They feel they have no hand-eye coordination, but then they figure out how easy it is to play. Not easy as the skill side, but the easy it is to really pick it up and how fast they get pretty good at the game. And that's what I, I love it. He kind of evens the playing field. I mean, we have a guy, Chester, who is 84 years old that absolutely waxes my butt every time. I can't wait till he picks me to be on his team because then we win. <laughs> but no, it, it kind of levels that playing field. But I want to dig a little bit into you're a sports psychologist. Were you one or are you just trained in it or how did that work? I was definitely trained in it. And originally when I went to graduate school, I was planning to, you know, work with athletes and actually I did work with college athletes and okay. I did teach sports psychology at the college level, but, uh, you know, kind of things changed as I went through my graduate school training and I kind of fell in love with research. Okay. So I kind of moved away from being a practicing sports psychologist. And what kind of research did you do? Uh, you know, the, basically when I went through the program at TCU, I pretty much got trained to be a, a data scientist. Okay. And so most of my work has really been in the healthcare area. Okay. So TCU is in the Horn Frogs? Absolutely. Oh, very Go cool. Frogs. Very cool. Very cool. So then what you're, you're new to the game to me. I mean, like, so am I, I mean, there's people that are live on the East coast that have been playing this for years and it's getting introduced because I live on the East coast of Florida. I'm about 60 miles North of Miami. So you get a lot of those snowbirds that come down here and uh, I get, that's exactly what I get introduced to, but what made you really take to it and decide to build a magazine, which if squad, if you go to, 
her website, um, I'll mention, usually I wait to the end, but it's, you know, pickleballfire.com. Um, fantastic podcasts on there. And you can actually get the latest digital copy of the magazine for free, um, which I'll put all that in the show notes. But what made you want to build out a magazine and start a podcast on something you, you, you were so new to? You know, it's so funny. I really didn't have any plans to do that. You know, I just, I love the game and I knew I loved it. And so I'm like, well, let me, let me put up a website. And, you know, even in the last three years, pickleball has grown so much, but you know, three years ago, there wasn't as much content out there. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, let me just share kind of my love of the game with other people. And, you know, let me, you know, write about it. And, and, uh, really the nothing much happened with the website other until really the pandemic in 2020, when I started the podcast and I'm like, okay, I'm, I can't play pickleball. I'm not going out to play pickleball outside. It's too cold here. Right. I need something to do. So of course the natural thing would be, okay, well, let's start a podcast about pickleball. So that started in October of 2020. And I was doing two up ep- or I am doing two episodes a week. And what I realized was that I've got so much content from the podcast <laughs> and there's, you know, so much of the pickleball audience is, is older sure. and they don't really listen to podcasts. Right. So I thought, you know, I've got a background in journalism mm. I was a sports writer, you know, growing up and through college, that's kind of the first round of college. That's what I did. Right. And I'm, I'm like, you know, I could probably put those skills to use and reach a whole much broader audience. And that's really how the the magazine came about. I mean, I I never when I started, you know, the website, I never imagined where it would end up. Right. So when people, how how do you introduce pickleball to people that you think that might be interested in it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, do you want to come play? You know what? What is your way of introducing people to the game? Yeah, you know, that's actually a good question. You know, pickleball, you know, when you describe it, it's kind of a, a cross between ping pong, tennis, and, and badminton. Right. But exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it 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 uh, but you know, the best thing about it is it's it's incredibly fun and literally people become addicted to it. I have got friends who are recreational players. I don't even think they play tournaments, mm-hmm. and they they play twice a day for like three hours at a time. Right. Great exercise and too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, you know, to me, it's like, Hey, if you want to get up off that couch, if you want to meet some new friends, cause I guarantee if you go play pickleball, you will. Yeah. Um, and even if you've never played a sport, like my brother was not athletic at all growing up, you know, and you know, every once in a while he'll hit the tennis ball around with his friend, but I'm like, right. he's about to retire. And uh-huh. I'm like, he he's like, he's all in. I mean, he's, he's counting the days until he retires. And then, you know, he's going to go down to his local rec center there in Burbank and get some lessons and you don't need lessons to start, but I know he will do that. And uh, yeah, he's, he's ready to go. So what is your vision for pickleball, you know, moving forward? Like let's let's say you've seen the movie back to the future, right. With, you know, Michael J. Fox and he gets in the car with doc and he's like, where we're going, there are no roads. Right. So where do you see pickleball in say five years from now? Or where would you like to see pickleball? Well, what I would really, you know, everybody in pickleball, I think really wants to grow the sport. I mean, because it is such a great game, you know, whether, like you said, whether you're 84 or, you know, whether you're three years old, you, you can play it. Right. But what I really want to see is, you know, certainly 
have it grow across the world, which it's now really starting to do since the pandemic. But ultimately, I want to make sure that pickleball keeps to its roots where it's a very inclusive game. So rather than going kind of the way of tennis, where people would kind of say, well, I don't want to play with you unless you're the same level. I always want to make sure that pickleball stays as fun and friendly and inclusive, you know, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road. What kind of plan do you have to, to keep it inclusive? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think it really, what, what makes pickleball greater, the people. Um, so, you know, if we continue to, you know, kind of share that philosophy with every person who is, you know, playing the game and, you know, I, I know personally, I make sure and, and do that. I, I rotate through pretty much all the levels. And I've had, uh, had, had a woman say to me the other day, she's like, Lynn, why are you playing with us? You, you could be playing with, you know, those people. And I'm like, I enjoy playing with you. You know, I, I want to, you know, make sure that everybody feels in, included and, okay. uh, you know, I can still absolutely work on my game. You know, even if I'm playing with a beginner, I can right. always get something out of it. Now, I, I see tournaments coming up like I pickle nation and, and stuff like that. Are there actually pros that play pickleball? Yes, that's actually one of the things there were two pro tours that ironically started during the pandemic. So needless okay. to say, the 2020 season was cut kind of short. Sure. But now there is probably for 2022, there is probably literally a professional money tournament in the U.S. or Canada every weekend. Nice. Literally. Nice. I mean, it's in, you know, the thing about the pro tour, the pro game now is, uh, for example, the tournament that was, uh, I went to a tournament in the Orlando at the USTA tennis center. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that tournament was broadcast on the tennis channel. Wow. You know, yeah, and it's getting big. <laughs> There's it, no stopping it. Yeah. And yeah. ESPN, uh, you know, covers some of the pro pro sure. tournaments too. So yeah, it's, it's going crazy. Gotcha. So what do you think? I'm just trying to think how to word this. Like to to find okay, here we go. Like to find the um the equipment needed is are you recommending people to go find I, I see you can buy it right on your site, go to pickleballfire.com and go right to my good friend Pickle's site here. But where are there stores that are carrying pickleball? merch right now or what what's the story with that yeah you know the really funny thing is i bought my paddle in 2018 my first paddle from dick sporting goods mm -hmm. and they had like six paddles to choose from very <laughs> very little okay now there's like a whole row of pickleball stuff True. so you know if you want to get started in the game you can certainly go to dick's you can you know buy a paddle off amazon you know if you're somebody who comes from a racket sports background you actually might want to go try go to a, a, a tennis center or a dedicated pickleball facility and, you know, they'll have some demos that, that you can try, but yeah, I mean, you, you, nowadays you can even go to, uh, what's the sporting goods store that sells, uh, used sports equipment. You can even go there. I think it was called play it again. Yeah, um, that's I think it. so I don't know if they have them here, but I remember them being up North in Michigan where I'm from. Yep. Okay. They're here too. Yeah. You can even go there and buy some equipment. So you're doing a lot of this on your, do you have a day job? Just curious. <laughs> That's a great question. I, uh, I, two months ago, I quit my full-time corporate 
job of almost seven years. Oh, wow. Pr- pretty what much. What were you doing? A data scientist for a okay. large health insurance company. Okay. And I quit that job to pretty much do pickleball full time. Well, it's all about following the passion, man. You know, they say, do what you love in the service of people that love what you do. And people love the way you're doing, but you're doing so much. I can't, you might be making some money and that's fantastic. And I'm sending you good vibes to always make money with this. Um, But you're doing a lot of stuff from your heart on this because of that passion and love for the game. Where did that instill from not just the game, but the passion that fires inside of you? Honestly, I have always been like that. If I had to do something and I didn't like it, I wouldn't do it. So if I ever got into a job I didn't like, I moved on. And that's actually why I spent so long in graduate school. I mean, I, I graduated with my PhD when I was 33 and I had been basically in college for 15 years. Okay. The reason I did that was because that was my way to find out what I wanted to do in life because there was no way I could ever just settle. All right. That's, that, that's great. Thank you for being transparent. Let's get in that DeLorean again with Marty this time. Let's go back to say the 22 year old Len or pickles. What kind of knowledge nuggets this is what we call them here at time to shine today. What kind of knowledge nuggets would you be dropping on the 22 year old Len to maybe help her level up, breakthrough or maybe shorten a learning curve in life? I think if I would have fully embraced being an entrepreneur at 22, that I would have been even happier and more consistently happy throughout my life because I'm, I'm definitely at an age where it was still pretty typical. You know, you, you graduate from get your bachelor's degree and you go work for somebody. Right. Uh, Whereas even my dad, who was born in 1930, he had that entrepreneurial spirit and he had his corporate job. And then he opened for whatever reason, a stereo shop back in the 1970s. But, you know, I can kind of tell that, you know, he he did not like his the politics and the stuff of his full time (laughs) corporate job. And so I I wish I would I wish he would have been able to be the entrepreneur that I always knew he was at heart. Because I think then I would have started off at 22, gotcha. kind of going down that path. Love it. So that, that I believe in that, you know, I was taught younger by a mentor, you know, work your day job, but mind your own business. And that's what I did with real estate. You know, I'm still a broker. I'm blessed to only do high-end properties now, but I built my coaching business and podcasts, you know, because that's the stuff that is what I love to do. And I love real estate, but it's just, you know, it's, it's real estate. <laughs> you know, everybody's part of being a uh, Florida resident is having your real estate license pretty much, you know, because <laughs> everyone has it down here. So how does Lynn want her dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date, and your death date on your tombstone. How do you want Lynn's dash remembered? You know, that's, that's a, another great question. And, you know, how do I want to be remembered? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, interestingly, I'm not somebody who really likes to be out in front of things or have the spotlight in any way. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think, honestly, I hope just to be remembered as a, as a nice person. Yeah, you are. And, and the thing is, is, you know, 
you're an introvert at heart. I mean, come on, you're a research person. So I know you wrote and did and, and put out press and stuff like that for writing for the for the sports, but you know, it, it, you're stepping. I don't call it. I never say even with my clients, you're not going to go outside your comfort zone. You're stretching your comfort zone. It's always been there, and you found that passion that you just said to embrace that passion, and you're taking it out there. And you're and this is like pickleball where you're at right now. It's still in, in its infancy. Yeah, it's been played on the East Coast a lot. You know, I remember seeing it 15 years ago when I was in New York City, people playing on a roof. And I'm like, what are they doing? Oh, I was pickleball and I didn't think anything of it. Now I see it everywhere. Um, and that that's that's fantastic that you're stretching your comfort zone. You will be remembered as someone that was great to then embrace their passion and move forward. So what do you think then pickles people misunderstand about you the most? Probably that I am quiet, you know, that I am an introvert. <laughs> okay, very good. I, I was hoping you're going to say that because I'm sure when you're out inviting people to the game, they're like, oh my gosh, there's pickles. She's like, rah, rah, rah. but really you're pretty chill, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of the few people who, you know, didn't struggle at being home during the pandemic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it. So then what keeps pickles up at night? Oh, what keeps me up at night? Uh, you know, I think just really thinking about family and, you know, making sure everybody's okay and, uh, you know, working on, uh, you know, being the best they can be. And, you know, hopefully they are uh, taking care of their health and, and not having health issues. I love it. I love it. Including yourself. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yourself. Right. Yes. All right. So then let's take out anything electronic, meaning like let's not include your phone, your laptop, your whatever electronic. OK, what are three things Lynn can't live without? My Pickles the Fire Cat book. <laughs> OK. My cats. OK. And my partner. Love it. I love it. How many cats you got? Two. I have two also. I, I rescued a couple. I have a pit bull who loves them. He's their big brother. And I got two rescues um, from a place called Peggy Adams here. They're misplaced during hurricanes and stuff like that. So I have two awesome. I have Delilah and Diana. What's the names of yours? One of them, the older one is Buddy. And then right before the pandemic, I got um, Tiger, who we also have named the wild thing. <laughs> the wild thing. <laughs> yeah, that's my Delilah. She's wild and my Diana is just kind of chill. So so then what do you think, Lynn? Well, no, actually, what is your definition of a life well lived? A life well lived? Yes, ma'am. You know, I hope that a life well lived is something that uh, everybody has the opportunity to do and whatever it means for them, because it's yes. so, so different for everybody. Thank so you. incredibly different. So you're an awesome interview for time to shine today. This is, this is awesome because you're talking about embrace your passion. That's all I'm hearing about. And, and, that, and that's fantastic. That's what I love to hear. Time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson. And I got my good friend, Lynn Cherry here, uh, Miss Pickles uh, from pickleballfire.com. And Lynn, we have a lovely enough lightning round. We're going to ask you five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. You and I could probably talk 15, 20 minutes on each one of them, but you got five seconds with no explanations. You ready to rock? And they can all be answered that quick. 
All right. All right. Let's rock. Lynn, what's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Get on your horse and do it. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Going for a walk every day. Love it. Love it. Other than, yeah, I got to have that daily sabbatical. I do the same thing. I got a pit bull that gets two a day. So absolutely. So other than your own website, pickleballfire.com and time to shine today.com, my shameless plug. What website does Lynn like to go to to level up? Pat Flynn's website. Oh, I love Pat Flynn. I love him. I've spoke with him on stages. He's awesome. Love, love, Patty. Awesome. You see me, I'm walking down the street. I'm in my doldrums a little bit. Man, Fergie's just not looking right. So what book might you hand me? But I actually hand you a book on how to play pickleball. Yes. <laughs> you better say that because it does. It makes me happy. Lynn, when you text, what's your most commonly used emoji? Happy face, of course. Yes. What was your New Year's resolution? I didn't make any. Good for you. Chess or checkers? Chess. All right, you smarty pants. All right, so any favorite charity and or organization you like to give your time or money to? You know, in terms of the organization, again, it's a pickleball one, but it's okay. International Federation of Pickleball. Love it. Which is bringing the game to the world. Love it, love it. And it needs to be. So this one, you can elaborate some. It's our last question, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Growing up, it was the 60s. Mm-hmm. Now it would be the eighties, which is basically when I was a young adult high yeah. school. I'm, I'm going to be 50. So the eighties were like, I graduated 1990. So the eighties were it for me. Right. So it's like, I just, I mean, I love the sixties. I can chill with any music. Um, the seventies reminds me of my mom and dad kind of hanging out, dancing around the living room, you know, some Seeger or the Eagles or something. And then the eighties though had everything. I mean, everything from big hair, don't care to, heavy metal to glam rock to rap, you know, the invasions of U2 and Duran Duran and everything else. Yeah. The eighties to me is just a fantastic. I love it. I love it. Thank you for saying that. So Lynn, how can we find you, my friend? You can find me by going to my website, pickleballfire.com. And uh, there's a link in the menu for both the podcast and the magazine. Love it. Love it. And also squad, when you go to each page, Make sure you opt in and she gives you a real easy way to opt in. You sit on the page for a couple seconds and just opt in. You can opt into tournaments. You can opt into the magazine. You can opt into her podcast and all of that will be in our show notes. And I have had so much fun. My friend here, Lynn, not that she needed to earn another one, but she's earned her varsity letter here with Time to Shine Today Varsity Squad. You know, she wants to make pickleball inclusive, not just the elite. She doesn't want to get to the point where you can't play with somebody. It's such a fun game. I encourage you to get out there and do it. And like Lynn says, do what you love. You know, be nonlinear. If you're not feeling it, get out of it. Do what you love. And like Steve Farber, my good friend, uh, author, speaker, says, do what you love in the service of people that love what you do. And when Lynn shows up, people, an introvert at heart, she shows up and people are like, wow, Lynn loves what she does. I want to love what she does because she's doing what she loves. And that's fantastic. She wants you to embrace your passion. You know, wants you to be consistently happy. And the only way you can do that is doing what you love. You know, and she wants you to get out and enjoy the game of pickleball. Go to pickleballfire.com. You will not be disappointed. The website is actually pretty well put together, which uh, that makes me happy because I'm kind of a snob like that. But you can easily navigate around this. Again, this is stretching my comfort zone with regards to the kinds of interviews that I do. But Lynn was gracious enough to go deep 
and really share some solid, solid knowledge nuggets with you. And Lynn, thank you so much for coming on. You're humble yet hungry. You level up your health. You level up your wealth. I'm so blessed to have you. I can't wait to collaborate with you on some pickleball stuff. And I love your guts. And thank you so much for coming on. It was great to be on today. Thanks, Scott. Excellent. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.